I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. And welcome to Thoughts from the Hairy Head, the podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around in my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 159 of Thoughts from the Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about the new boss, who's pretty much the same as the old boss. So, we have a new Speaker of the House, and I don't care. Now, that may seem harsh, and it may even surprise some of you. After all, I'm a guy deeply involved in politics. I should care, right? New leadership. Woohoo! And it's true. I spend a lot of time in the world of politics, but I avoid D.C. politics like a plague. You know why? Because nothing that happens in Washington, D.C. is going to change anything, and that includes getting a new Speaker of the House, or a new President, or a new Congressman, or whoever it is. Because the fundamental problem is the system is broken. The constitutional system is wrecked. And trying to fix it by just changing out some people here and there, it's like trying to fix a broken down car that's up on blocks. And, you know, the engine's out of it, and the tires are all busted, and you're going to fix that by changing out the driver. Of course, it's not going to work. You've got to fix the car, and you're not going to do that by putting another D.C. politician in a position of power. But regardless, I'm supposed to be excited about Mike Johnson, or so I'm told. We've got new, great conservative leadership, and also, he's a constitutional lawyer. Somebody actually told me that on Facebook and thought I would be impressed. I wasn't. In fact, as far as I'm concerned, that makes him infinitely less qualified. Lawyers are typically horrible on the Constitution, and constitutional lawyers are the worst. They typically don't know much of anything about the Constitution. That's because they don't teach the Constitution in law school. They teach constitutional law. And there's a big difference. To understand the Constitution, you have to look at the original meaning. What did the people supporting the Constitution say it meant? How did they sell it? How did the ratifiers understand what they were ratifying? James Wilson was one of the most influential founding fathers during the ratification process. And he said this, The first and governing maxim in the interpretation of a statute is to discover the meaning of those who made it. And the same, of course, is true for a constitution. James Madison put it this way, I entirely concur in the propriety of resorting to the sense in which the constitution was accepted and ratified by the nation. In that sense alone, it is the legitimate constitution. And if that be not the guide in expounding it, there can be no security for a consistent and stable more than for a faithful exercise of its powers. They don't teach any of that in law school. What they do teach is judicial precedent. They tell you what a bunch of Supreme Court justices have said about the Constitution over the years. And a lot of that is wrong when you compare it with the original meaning of the Constitution. 
Just consider this. I've been told by several people who have taken the bar exam that if you're doing bar exam prep, they will tell you that if you have a multiple choice question and one of the possible answers is the 10th Amendment, you can immediately erase that from a possible answer. In other words, the 10th Amendment is never the correct answer on the bar exam. That right there tells you everything you need to know about constitutional law. So no, I was not impressed that Mr. Johnson is a lawyer or a constitutional lawyer or whatever you want to call him. Anyway, so that was my gut instinct, that this guy was going to suck just like the last guy did. But out of morbid curiosity, I did a little research on our new speaker, and it took me all of about 30 seconds to realize my instincts were absolutely correct. The very first thing that I learned is that he's a big drug warrior. He's all for federal marijuana prohibition, which is absolutely unconstitutional. There's nothing in the Constitution authorizing the federal government to prohibit a plant. It's absolutely absurd. But this guy's all for it. And then if you look at some of his other positions, he's all about abortion and and gay marriage. And if you, you look at some of the bills he's proposed, that's the kind of legislation that he's been pushing. All of those are state issues. So apparently to Mike Johnson, the Tenth Amendment is never the right answer, at least for things that he wants to do. And, you know, that epitomizes a problem with a lot of, quote, constitutional conservatives. They're not really constitutional. They're just conservatives. And they're more interested in the policies that they want to push than they are really defending the Constitution. So they want to pretend like the Constitution is important because it sounds good. You know, it appeals to their base. But when it comes to actually doing policy, they're going to ignore the Constitution, just like the Democrats, when it comes to getting their stuff done. And again, this goes back to what I was saying before. The system is broken. Everybody just assumes the federal government's supposed to do everything, and that's Republicans and Democrats and everybody in between. So we keep getting what we got, right? We keep getting the same thing over and over again. And it took Mike Johnson like one day to prove me right that he was going to be the same as the old boss. Now, you remember that a lot of this came to a head because of the fiscal thing. You know, it was all about the budget fight, and there was a few uh, fiscally conservative Republicans who were mad at the former speaker, so, you know, they got him out, and now we got this new guy, and the new guy's doing the same stuff. He's right out there ready to spend money. Day one, he announced the first bill he plans to move is aid for Israel, and it turns out it's going to be the tune, to the tune of $14.6 billion dollars. As I explained last week, the U.S. doesn't have $14.6 billion. It has no dollars. So, so much for fiscal conservatism. You see, there again, we have a policy that we like. We, we like Israel, right? When I say we, I'm, you know, I'm talking about the Republicans out there that made this big change. All love Israel, so we're, we're going to find $14.6 billion, and then we'll be fiscally conservative after that until the next, uh, until the next emergency comes along. So, as it turns out, the new boss is the same as the old boss, and that's always what you're going to get when you focus on Washington, D.C. solutions. I say ignore Washington, D.C. Never call the 202 area code. Just pretend like it doesn't exist. Now, I get an exemption because my daughter lives in Washington, D.C., so I can call 202, but don't ever call a politician in D.C. Never think a politician in D.C. is going to save you. Never think that they're going to do anything good. Go to the 10th Amendment Center. Go to 10thamendmentcenter.com and find out how you can maybe make some changes through state and local action. We need to resist these clowns in Washington, D.C., not prop them up. So that's the thought in my head today. 
new boss, same as the old boss. And if we get a new, new boss, that new, new boss is going to be the same as the two other old bosses. And on and on and on it will go. So, before I go, I do want to tell you how you can support Thoughts from Meharry Head. You can support me on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash Head. M-A-H-A-R-R-E-Y-H-E-A-D. And you can become a supporting listener of the show, and there's certain benefits to doing that. You can check that out over there. Um, you can also support one of my sponsors. I just played hockey today. I'm sore as all get out. I'm going to take some CBD here in a little bit, and it has drastically helped me, even with arthritis, to deal with the aches and pains of playing hockey. Uh, fantastic product. If you're interested in such things, go to CannaHemp, CannaHemp.com, C-A-N-N-A-H-E-M-P, and check out uh, their CBD products, not only for uh, pain relief, but also for uh, anxiety and sleep and other things. A great line of products. If you use uh, my code, which you'll find on the show notes page, you can get 15% off of your first order. And Liberty Classroom. If you want to learn Liberty, all the stuff that they failed to teach you in college or high school, go to Liberty Classroom. Again, you go through my link on the show notes page, and you can get... Um, a special bonus. You'll check out all that there. So thank you again. I really do appreciate all of the folks who take time to listen to the show. And with that, we are another 10 minutes closer to freedom. Again, I really appreciate you listening to this show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor, spread the word, share these episodes, let people know, hey, Thoughts from a Hairy Head is back. It's just a 10-minute podcast. Anybody's got 10 minutes, right? If you share the episodes. It'll help grow the show and make it that much more awesomer. So please do that. And you are always welcome to send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.mahary, M-A-H-A-R-R-E-Y at 10th all spelled out. Love to hear from folks. Again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the show. And I will talk to you again next week.